0: Comes around when the night's on fade. And though through tireless efforts I try to persuade her for a while in one place, please do stay. I know I'll never have my way. So I sing aloud each night to the heavens above.
1: Love that banjo! <laughs> hey, Alyssa.
2: Hi, Brandon.
1: This is Autumn Farm Sanctuary
2: podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Hell no, my love. Hell no, my love. <laughs> Cheers.
1: Cheers. beans that just got laid you down. I was trying to think of like my catchphrase for the podcast. Everybody's, you know, Bill Burr's got the, hey, what's going on? This is Bill Burr. You know?
2: Uh-huh.
1: I say that a lot. So for me to say that, it sounds what? like I'm you know, kind you of...
2: call yourself Bill Burr?
1: No, I say, hey, what's going on? I say it just like that a lot. And okay. that's how he starts off every single one of his podcasts. He's got one of the best, one of the highest rated. It's got to be top 10 or something podcast oh. so for me to like go off that you know it's kind of like the whole good morning vietnam thing mm-hmm. and so it's like what's my other do I, I don't really have like a catchphrase that would be applicable to welcoming people to the podcast do you have a world?
2: catchphrase that's not welcoming to people
1: i do huzzah oh. <laughs> <laughs> remember and i did that at all the the no. shows that yeah when people had tip. I would oh. go, hip, hip, huzzah. No it, no,
2: it wasn't. What? I don't know. You were just copying something else, though. I'm copying them. Okay. The Renaissance Fair, people.
1: <laughs> the Renaissance era. We got it from the Renaissance era.
2: Were Was they, they tipping it? back then? Of course. I don't know.
1: You don't think people, when did they start tipping?
2: They are paying with rocks half the time. <laughs> okay. History
1: from Alyssa. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm the school teacher here.
2: Cool.
1: Um, that was a tangent. Um, yeah, so for 18, yeah, for 18 years, when I would go um, into work, um, I would always go in every morning, even if I had to like for whatever reason come in late. I'd always go good morning.
2: There you go. It's,
1: it's it. afternoon. <laughs> it is the afternoon. So, oh, bubbles.
2: What
1: so, you what's going on? Mm. There's my Bilber.
2: Mm.
1: It's just so in me to say, like,
2: hey, what's going on? Be somebody right, else. We're going
1: to talk about something else.
2: Okay. Well, we just had our, our big auction wrap-up, which was really, really awesome. We raised a lot of money, and it was really... Hey. Eh. Hold on. My feet are getting caught. Uh, it was great, and we... We had a lot of great donors uh, that provided really, really cool items for people to bid on. Uh, we had a lot of very, very generous uh, bidders uh, and it was it was a great success. and we I just had our Zoom meeting about getting everything dispersed, and I think we have a good plan for that. You know, and- I
1: created a I created a company exactly like Zoom, but I called it Moose. Didn't take off. Didn't yeah. take off. It was audio only. It would
2: probably be a lot richer. It was only audio when so you. So it's called the telephone?
1: No. Uh, Moose, if you had just paid attention mm. and um, it didn't work. Anyway, I go on. Why. I wonder why. I think it's the name. I think if I had mm. called it Zoom um, instead of Moose.
2: Yeah. That was your downfall.
1: Yeah. I, I think so. <laughs> and not being backed by billions of dollars. Uh-huh. But. Anyway, go on, tell you, tell your story.
2: Okay. Cause it's way more relevant and important and true. <laughs> um, <laughs> more relevant and important and true. Uh, so we, we had some really cool stuff and we're going to be getting that out to you guys, uh, before Christmas and, um, especially if, if some of the items you bid on are gifts, uh, some of the things are, um, I think there's a couple of things that will be emailed. Um, most will be dr- local drop-offs if you live further away. Um, we had a couple people that were out of state, so those will get can mailed.
1: You, can you just pull your, you keep, either turn yourself or okay. put your microphone in between us at a slight angle.
2: Well oh, then. Oh, no, now I don't have jelly beans, so. That's oh,
1: okay. yeah, remember last week what happened where you, I had to stretch for the dip? Or whatever, and now you mm. have to. So good luck with that. Anyway, okay. okay. So, you know, I talked to—I don't remember which one of the volunteers it was, but regardless, um, when we looked at shipping, USPS.com, mm-hmm. you can get a meter for like seventy bucks, and then you can buy as many boxes as you want for free. So next time we move,
2: so you pay seventy dollars to get free boxes.
1: You don't even need their meter. You can just get free boxes if you That's go on their website. It says free.
2: Well, and you can. <laughs> so next time you a... move,
1: just go to USPS. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although I, I will. Um, I, I don't want to incriminate myself, but many, many years ago, when I, um I found what I thought was a really good idea. Did Bubbles
1: come by to go potty.
2: Maybe. Do you want to go let her out? I'll tell my story to I myself. I got cougar on
1: my lap. She's way more needy. Okay.
2: Hold on. I'll tell my story later.
1: So I'll just talk to nobody, which is normal for me anyway. Um, (laughs) So my thought process is that seems somewhat easy to uh, get a bunch of boxes and just pop them on this scale and then send them out. That's not nearly as hard as what I had thought up in my head. And we went to that stamps.com and they had, we did that back in March. We signed up for their quote unquote free membership for a month. And it was redonkulous because after the first month it was way too expensive, like, I don't know, 30 bucks or whatever a month. And then, you know, you get free this and free that and postage was, it, it just didn't really pay unless you're running a small business out of your house. I don't think it pays, but I was, um, and th- this is way harder talking to nobody, by the way, for everybody out there, this is, I thought maybe I could do it. I don't know if I could do it. I could maybe sustain this for a few, you know what? Eh, fuck that. I could probably talk to myself for a good hour anyway. Um, so my thought process was like, oh, let's just check out. We just need some stamps. I don't want to go and get COVID and getting a stamp. So, of course, Amazon sells stamps for like $800 a piece for some stupid reason. And then you can get um, USPS.com. They've got stamps at their normal price. You pay like like $0.03 cents per stamp for shipping, which is ironic that you need a stamp to send the stamp. And um, Are you done? Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about, I'm, I was seeing that
2: enthusiasm for stamps.
1: (laughs) I'm starting a stamp, a stamp farm. We're going to start. Yeah. Investing in stamps. And, um, but I want to be the guy that actually uses it and mails it Mm. in those two cents stamps. So you're going to see a $900, two cents stamp with a 33 cent stamp next to it.
2: Okay. So anyway,
1: so my thought process was like, well, that's kind of reasonable for if people wanted to mail stuff out, I'd be willing to, I mean, all You know, you got to do is just put the label on the box mm-hmm. and drop it off and they'll, they'll pick it up. So that seems so much easier than the bullshit that stamps.com makes you go through.
2: Gotcha. Well, the good thing is to, um, we had a disclaimer on our thing that if we had to mail out your you're uh mm-hmm. winning that you were responsible for paying for your shipping for your item.
1: Oh, I charge eighty nine dollars for any shipping, so Ooh. smaller than an envelope, though. So I I do have limited size, but yeah. Okay. I've never shipped anything.
2: And you wonder why all of your crackpot ideas fail?
1: Like moose? Mm-hmm. No, so- I I don't wonder. <clears throat> I'll never know.
2: Well, before this gets too derailed, yes. Um, we yeah. To sum that up, we will be sending everything out. Um, It was a great success. We were really, really happy um, with how it turned out. It was really fun to see what people were bidding on. I saw some uh, some familiar names on some of the bids, some unfamiliar names on some of the bids, and uh, that was that was pretty cool. It meant a lot to us, and it means a lot to the animals to be able to help them like that. Um, So, um, but I will say. We have a brand new segment. Uh, oh yeah, that I will get so, to in a minute because Alice is yeah. yelling at me. I Hold got on.
1: kugas on my lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while you are doing that, um, no more talk. I no, no more stand talk. I was we're out doing some winterizing in the barn. I am doing a ton of winterizing in the barn, and um, I got my wood shop set up for the first time in forever. Really excited. Oh Packers! Can you go turn the Packer game on oh, and press pause? Oh my
2: god, this is the Brandon show today, apparently. I got
1: cougar on my lap. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um we're trying to winterize everything. And if anybody out there has a building that they need winterized, don't hesitate to take pictures. Send us an email. And I would love to help you guys come up with really effective ways to do it without, you know, pulling in 30 grand for running gas lines for heaters and all that kind of stuff um anyway and uh i made a bunch of cuts uh with the saw don't worry i got all my fingers but what i (laughs) i like an idiot i made a cut as a four foot wide doorway and i needed a board that was roughly that size so i'm gonna assume it's give or take 48 inches (laughs) And I made a cut at 38 inches. So I brought the board all the way back to the barn. I hold it up. What the hell? You know, I'm all pissed off. And I got to say, it's something that I think is important when you've, when you're doing, because this whole podcast was supposed to be about how to, how to do a farm sanctuary and the backbones behind it. What's, what's all involved there. And you have to be thinking on your feet constantly, but with common sense. So if you've got a 48 inch doorway and you're cutting a 38 inch board, hold on. Why don't you think about that before you make that cut? Welcome Ugh. back, Alyssa. You came over and fell asleep quickly.
2: Yeah, that's how boring you are. What I was saying. Actually, I don't know what you're talking about at no, all.
1: I'm saying how important it is that when you, you got to use that common sense, for example, you get in your car, you put mm-hmm. in your GPS that you want to go to your neighbor's house, and it wants you to go four hours out of your way, and you just start driving down the road. Mm-hmm. And you realize, oh, shit, my neighbor lives next door to me, and I'm mm-hmm. in another state.
2: You need to get a new GPS.
1: You've done that.
2: No. Yes. <laughs> I highly doubt and
1: it. I did the same idea with a cutting a board today, and I just realized how stupid it was of me to do that. I wasn't thinking I was going too quickly. That before you do something on the farm, um, funds are limited. Time is limited. You need to be smart. Don't just blindly go into anything saying, oh, this is how I do this. Stop for a second. Think about it. Is it the way you do that? You know, is that one thing slightly different than what it normally is? It's really, really important to think before you do things. It is. Yeah, because you get into such a routine that all of a sudden going to your neighbor's house and taking four hours, you're like, yep, that's normal. And you don't realize you've gone there a million times. You're busy. You're using a map, which I, you know, I, I agree with that idea. So you can concentrate on driving, but it's got to use that that common sense idea. So, but again, mm-hmm. do, do, do we, li- uh, listen to this. Mm-hmm. So if- anybody has any needs any help or suggestions with winterizing their shed barn whatever please write an email in because we've never had anybody i think only one person write an email in so please don't hesitate to get a hold of us
2: speaking of which oh we mm-hmm. had our you first like
1: you like how i did that
2: kind of it it was a little awkward segue but i like it i'll i'll take it um we have had our first I don't even know if it's technically a listener email. I mean, I guess it is. Yes, it's technically because it was somebody um I'm just going to say please
1: stop talking. <laughs>
2: Your podcast is terrible. Um Shane uh sent us an email and um I am going to um just to read it to you guys. Um And I'm gonna answer. There's a couple questions on there, so we'll try to answer the questions. I hope it's an autobiography. Um, I feel bad actually. I have (laughs) not No. The year was 1972. Actually, no. I'm gonna actually not even say where because they say where they're from, and I'm not gonna say that because. I don't know, I did not get consent if <laughs> I could. Yeah, I don't know why that's a big deal. I don't why do know people either. people say like, oh,
1: don't say where you're from or-
2: I don't know, but just in case. Unless he's I'd like, I'm be... going to
1: blow up my local post office.
2: let's say that in there. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> kidding, yes. kidding. Don't Jesus, flag us. Calm down. Okay, so anyways, Shane wrote, my name is Shane and I am a vegan originally from- <laughs> That was me beeping out where I phone.
1: Wait, 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 we can do that better. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Hang on. Uh, Never going to get anywhere on this. Okay, all right. Okay. Hello, my name is Shane, and I am a vegan originally from...
0: Hi. Uh. Hi. <laughs> oh. That's not... <laughs>
2: Why does our kid sound so creepy? <laughs> Hi. Uh, so,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Uh, <laughs> that, goes, that does go on. That the first time so it was supposed to be. Let me see if I click on it. I, it was supposed to be what's on the computer screen. It was an explosion. Okay. So he's okay. from an unknown place. Let's yes. just go on. Okay.
2: It has been a dream for a while to have my own sanctuary, and I realize the timing is probably not the greatest. I was just wondering if you had some time to answer some questions about getting started. Thank you for your time and everything you do. I just started listening to your podcast as well. Any advice or suggestions are welcomed to... I think the first okay. thing you need to do is
1: not take our suggestions...
2: I don't know what we're doing. No. no, no, no. Yeah. Um. um let's okay. see. Well, okay. He didn't Where ask we start. The, I didn't ask the questions yet. How about we start with that? Okay. <laughs> when starting the sanctuary, did you purchase a property that was already established as a farm? Yes. Um, well, yes and no. We we purchased a property that had barns, Was looked exactly like a farm. It was actually zoned uh residentially so when we first moved here it actually would have been illegal to um have farm animals there so which is insane a which 180 is so year crazy. old farm yeah. and it was I, zoned. it got zoned years ago and i want to say because well part of our property was subdivided out so i think they had to get it zoned residentially to um yeah. sell a small chunk um but now we because when we got it zoned again for agricultural, um, they did tell us like we're never allowed to subdivide, which we said that sounds great, we don't want it to ever be yeah. subdivided. I wish we had more property, but you know, I also wouldn't have been able to pay for it, so it is what yeah. it is. Um, so yeah, so we, um, and we we took a little gamble because I think we bought the place before we realized that. Um, but thankfully our town was really, really good about, um, they were very, our township was really willing to have us zoned agriculturally. Um, some places might not be as easy, so it is can you, important to find that out.
1: Can you, um, I don't know how to mute all this. I mm-hmm. want to wanna know where he's from. Can you show me where he's from?
2: Uh, well, just originally from, it's not too far from here. Okay. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that's originally, I don't know. This guy could live in France. Kuwait. Maybe he's our Spanish listener.
1: (laughs) The guy that listens to the same podcast 54 times. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, um, so yeah, so, so short story long, as you like to say, um, it. uh, There's my catchphrase. There you go. It was, yeah, it was not. um, But I do recommend looking into that beforehand, because especially if you're going to have animals like roosters um if you buy a property that is too if you I've heard people um buying a property and then finding out that they cannot get it zoned agriculturally and then they have to either A hope that their neighbors will never complain or right. B um Talk to your neighbors.
1: Talk to your neighbors, Maybe you know, they can to- just say we don't care.
2: And that's I think I mean are the previous owners before us did keep farm animals technically illegally um and i don't nobody complained i think and they had like peacocks and they had a lot of really loud animals so Emus and deer yeah so um they definitely people knew that there was a farm there but i think they just assumed that they could because it was a farm so um but we wanted to make sure that we were oh, protected um, protected for the animal's sake really mostly um okay second question um, if so, did you use real estate resources like Realtor.com or Zillow to find it? Um, we, you
1: know, this place had been on the market for quite a while and uh, we knew the the person selling it, um, which helped, but man, we,
2: we were looking though, we
1: drove all the way out to the, the town of Aaron, which was, oh, yeah. uh, if if you have an opportunity, but you're by a computing device, Google search Aaron, Wisconsin it's a population of like negative 8 and
2: it's a pretty little area though very little
1: it does bring the the PGA if you're into uh golf like we aren't things golf swings mm-hmm. you can watch people swing a golf mm-hmm. s- swinging device is there cart and um we have a golf cart <laughs> we do so we we know a little bit about golf we know all about golf uh huh <laughs> is so old. It's from the eighties, the early eighties. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so, uh, it's beautiful out there. With uh, it's thirty minutes from Cedarburg, from where we're at here, uh, which means you're now fifty minutes from Milwaukee. But
2: I will. I was just about to point that out. Um, this is kind of going off on a tangent with, um, with that though. Um, but we were looking and we were looking on websites like that for sure. And we yeah. we're working with yeah, our realtor to, um, to view some properties and everything. Uh, but it's, it's one hard. thing to remember is, um, uh, if you are wanting to start a sanctuary, uh, I highly advise, m- I mean, you're going to live where you're going to live and you can always make choices to live where you want to live, but the benefit of where we're located, which we really didn't even consider when we started, was um, we're right off the freeway from Milwaukee. 30
1: minutes to a strip 20- club. I mean, you can't go.
2: No. Actually, I have no idea where it was. I, I was going to say, I know you frequented uh, yeah. them. Um, but we're we're about between 20 and 30 minutes from Milwaukee. We're, and th- that we're is 20 minutes
1: from Bayshore. Everybody yeah. knows what Bayshore Every is. Every
2: single person yeah. in Spain knows what Bayshore is. <laughs> and... So we have, sure. uh huh. Um, we have a lot of uh, volunteers from that area. So um, that was huge for us because if you're too far out, if we yeah. were, uh. when we were looking at places in Erin, they were pretty. You could get a little more property oh, God, for the they're money. Gorgeous,
1: uh, more property. You could get. We've got nine for, acres. You could get thirty acres for what we pay. Yeah.
2: So and there's the that beautiful rolling
1: hills and there's glaciers. Not, it's
2: so gorgeous. Yeah, you might not get the the volunteer base. I would say you won't. You Most likely you would not. I I, I would say,
1: you know, as time progresses, we're getting more and more volunteers in the core of our volunteers. We had some new ones out today. They're vegan. And I didn't
2: know that. That's
1: awesome. I, I always tell I always ask people straight out. You know, I say it's not a prerequisite. But, you know, are you guys vegan?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
1: awesome. And they're from Theensville, which is five, ten minutes south of here. Yeah,
2: I never, I, yeah. And I, it's, I even. I segregate myself so much because of COVID that I, (laughs) I. I, But I,
1: I said the, there's murmuring around the volunteers, new volunteers that like, oh, man, this person's coming, you know, steadily two or three times a week or something. And everybody's seen them, everybody's meeting them. Are they vegan? Are they vegan? Are they vegan? (laughs) You know, do they know of new vegan places? And, you know, something like that. And, um. They had, and, and so I just said like, we're, we're so curious, but we don't want to.
2: I don't want people to feel bad. Yeah, if you're not. Cause if you're not there and then and you feel like. So it's I bad. always
1: say it's not a prerequisite, but yeah. if, you know, I'm also not saying like, man, meat eaters are assholes. Do you guys eat meat? <laughs> right. So it's, but yeah, they're, um, so what I was getting at there is our core base are vegans.
2: Yes, for sure. And if you find our vegan
1: end. restaurants, which would be on the east side of Milwaukee and Bayview, the south side of Milwaukee, those are ninety percent of our volunteers live down there. Um mm-hmm. so get a farm as close as you can to there. Yeah. So you know, when you're talking about Bayview, it's like, okay, we'll go thirty minutes south. Forty minutes south? Would you wanna drive forty minutes right. in the rain or snow? So get it as close as you can. And that's where, unfortunately, you get down by Foxconn where Apple bought out all those farms, those small, small. Yeah,
2: tiny hooves had to move a little further out um, west. They're in Union Grove now, but they were in um, the Racine-Kenosha area, but which I think they, was super convenient for a lot of. Yeah.
1: And so we've so- got um, uh, the one sanctuary. What is the name? Uh, Joan Rahana's
2: I know. Oh, oh, was- oh, Georgia's but- place. I yeah. still call it the old sure. name.
1: I know it's still the old. Oh, name. peach wildlife. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's why I still think of it as. But anyway, um even though I did make their sign for them. Yeah. But anyway, um they are in Harvard, Illinois, and it definitely took them a while to find.
2: Yeah, they're getting there, and, and but truth be told, I think their growth for volunteer base is about where we were. I mean. Yeah, probably actually even better. But They're going to they... go faster because when we first started, we literally knew your brother as it was is vegan, and that was other. Other than that, we yeah. didn't know anybody, and he was useless. Yeah, he's <laughs> a Chicago jerk with his fancy music houses and oh yeah, banjo free music and Thank logos you, and um billboards no, he's that he's made for us, and but billboards. Well, whatever
1: bannered material. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, but uh but what yeah, I'm saying we- is that
1: if they started, if Joan Rahana had been able to go in, you know, five minutes south of Bayview, oh my god. It yeah, put us out of business. Like it would take all- jerks. <laughs> it would take all of our volunteers.
2: Well, I don't think they would have taken all of our volunteers. They
1: would have. But- They're conniving people. <laughs>
2: Those shifty sanctuary <laughs> owners, best friends Don't trust them ever. So, um, but uh,
1: location, location, location. Yeah. It's sad, but true.
2: And is well, and it depends on like what your resources are and what you have time for. If you now, have time to dedicate, that's true too. We have our friends at Soul Creations. Um, I think are able to um, more. They're they're north of Madison by quite a bit, but they have. I think I know they have volunteers for sure. Um, they're a little further from Madison than we are from Milwaukee. I think they're like more like 40 minutes or so. Um, and, but I also know that with their, they're able to, you know, they're not working out of the home as much as I am and things like that. Yeah. They're a little
1: bit further along in their life story.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a little, they're a little older than us. Yeah. Um,
1: But, but you know, on that, you know, location, 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 don't forget you don't have to, as they say in the in the biz, you don't have to own a boat. You just have to know somebody who owns a boat. So okay. you have to
2: know somebody that has a sanctuary?
1: No, a boat. Oh. But it's helpful. <laughs> it's helpful to understand that we're surrounded by subdivisions. We've got like 30 houses that touch us, you know, on like a million corners. Mm-hmm. And across the streets, they're trying to, they've been trying forever to sell one of the lots. Mm -hmm. Um, we're surrounded by subdivision. It's going to get smaller and smaller and smaller spaces out there. And we're not Mm -hmm. going anywhere. I promise you that not in my lifetime. And we tell a lot of people that you could easily move within walking distance of our farm. Mm -hmm. And if you're active, there's no reason why you can't be here and make it what you want to make of it. I mean, we've had people approach us for, like some type of uh, really into guinea pigs. Mm. And it's like, I I wouldn't, I'm not going to say like, absolutely not. But if if you're really excited about guinea pigs and you want to do some division and creating something Mm -hmm. in a home that's nearby and it's benefiting the world and you're doing it right financially, you know, tax purposes, Mm -hmm. you're doing everything right and legitimate. I think it's a super, super... Cool idea to buy a house nearby our farm within walking distance. Come every day.
2: True. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So you don't, um, y- you know. Anyway, yeah. All right.
2: So anyways, question three. We <laughs> do have more questions. And Poor Shane. Uh, I will like, just, ah! um, I, I'm going to preface that we are going to have to take a quick break. Oh, yeah. Um, We've got. In 15 minutes because we um, Santa is going to be Facetiming with our little one at 4 p.m. So we do need to make sure that we are love on for that. me some Santa. And he is sleeping right now, so hopefully he wakes up. Who's Santa? Probably. <laughs> um. All right. Question three: Did you find or oh, did you fund it out of pocket in the beginning, or did you raise funds beforehand? uh very much out of pocket in the beginning 100 for probably quite a few years all until i quit my job well no 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 we were definitely getting a lot we were of
1: 80 percent funded by us
2: it, yeah and every year it got less and less funding but and we still do fund a lot of it ourselves um looking I mean, even just paying for the property we do yeah. fund um looking back for by us,
1: and but, i think that's something too i would love to you know we're a nonprofit. We don't have to pay sales tax. So I don't know what happens with property tax. But I would love to put our farm into some type of official because it's the land and the buildings are owned by us. Correct. You know, so there's, again, something or if to think if about.
2: We're personally donating the land to the sanctuary. Yeah, that can be very, right. You're talking, I don't know. you That's know, hundreds of other... thousands
1: of dollars moving around there.
2: Yeah. And I'm not the bank smart enough to owns. figure that but, out. But, um, um, but yeah, wait, so now what we, were you just gonna say? Yeah, oh, so,
1: f- we, so I'll say this though. Hmm. In being that I, I remember doing the numbers, I would say our first year we had how many animals?
2: We had five, no, seven chickens when we first moved in, and then we ended up by December. That was in October of uh 2014. 20- 2014, 20- yes, yeah, you're right. Ugh. And um and then by December we had rescued our three goats. Um two are passed away, but Moon, our famous boy Moon so, is still here. I and would say this the
1: so in the beginning with those few animals that you could fit in an apartment. I wanna say we donated it was about twelve thousand dollars for the first year of care.
2: Like the first twelve months. Yeah, right? okay, Yeah, the yeah, first yeah.
1: year. And then after that, we got some horses and then some more feathered friends joined us and our family started to very quickly grow. And yeah. on average, I think on our, our most expensive year, you and I donated $23,000 and 23 or we brought yeah. in about five. So yeah. roughly call it $30,000. Yeah. Uh, that was our best year. Um
2: and that, and realistically, does just that's an, how much it costs to keep us going with the, that bills with food bills.
1: The cost of a tractor, um, cost of a tractor motor when it breaks. The tax. Well, no, that's not or even counting the tax.
2: Talk. <laughs> that's right. We haven't Always done. Oh, is it to bring talk. it into tractors? <laughs> yes, there are tractors sometimes involved, but some people don't have tractors, and like our friends, yeah.
1: Maybe Shane is specifically his next question might be, "What about tractors?" I can
2: guarantee you, it's not.
1: Who's got good tractors? Where do I buy these? said tractors.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But it's not the next one. Yeah done. Yeah. Done. done. Um that's my catchphrase for you. <laughs> it is. Uh so um so yeah, so we we did mostly for many, many years, it was uh primarily funded by us. Now we're at a point where uh this year was a little different because of COVID. We did um I did fund quite a bit of it. Um ourselves but uh then after that um yeah we've been we've been really lucky and and the fourth question is uh, kind of a side question to it is if you did raise funds were you already an established 501c3 when you did no not right away um but i do highly recommend doing it and i do I would say to do it as soon as possible. Yes, even possibly even before you start it. If you can, right if you off have, your taxes, you know, right
1: off buying the farm.
2: Um, yeah, and and definitely get that um, done quickly. You can <clears throat> do the simple. Uh, there's like a more complicated application, and then there's a the simple application. If you're just starting out, unless you're a millionaire that's like plopping yeah. down, it's, this, I think f- like fifty thousand know, dollars and under, under is the simple. Yeah, if you're ma- if you're if you're projecting that you're going to be making under $50,000 a year for the first like 3 to 5 years, I think or something like that. Yeah, that's
1: non-profit. So you're a non-profit.
2: Yeah. Um then you could um do the simple one. And even with that, I think you could even like if you magically were like, "Oh, we're all of a sudden bringing yeah, in a million it, dollars a You win a, a year, lottery, right? You can there's afford to pay somebody to fix right. that for you. I was going to say you can get it fixed, but yeah, by then I hope you have a lawyer because if you're making that much money for a farm now, sanctuary, then you should probably. About like the buying the land though.
1: It's interesting. There's the, uh, gorilla rescue that Amy does out by Madison.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Amy Kerman. Yeah. Um, Primates Inc. What, what is it? Primates Inc.
1: Yes. She, uh, for She's many years. years, five, 10 years. It was 15 years. 15 I think she years. Me. Yeah. And she would, you know, I, I, I don't want to speak on her behalf, but, to speak on her behalf, uh, going door to door, trying to find people to donate money to build
2: yeah. and a I don't know primate if it was, yeah, building. Now, keep in mind- to door to door, but it was no, definitely- it was, I think it was
1: larger donations because you're you're talking yeah. about, I, I don't know the numbers, but this has got to be hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. that she needed to raise up front. So for you to go to a business and say, hey, I'm looking to raise some right. money and they donate $500 to you, I'm going to spend it in 15 years? I'm yeah. sorry, What?
2: Yeah, it was um So there's she she did a really great job and 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 her situation is obviously a little different because there are, you know, she wanted to rescue retired primates from medical labs and so in order to do that, you have to obviously have certain licensing to even have primates um yeah, big you time. also have to have um the right permits to like keep them on the property you have. She had to have a, obviously a big enough property to, so I think they first bought the property, tried to get that paid down. Um, and then then came out the build out for the primate sanctuary, which includes really thick cement walls on i mean you can't just stick them in a house like you can't even just like take a barn and like refurbish it like you're building
1: you can but we here at autumn farm sanctuary do not recommend that
2: no we do not yeah i think it's better just to build out and and she has an amazing facility she's done an incredible job and so she didn't even take in her first rescues for over a decade um and even with that you know she had i think she had a few that were, she kind of had them on a list that they were going to be eventually coming to the sanctuary. And um, and that's
1: the extreme case. If you're doing absolutely. gorilla elephant rescue kind of thing.
2: You plan that. You know, out. unless
1: you are, you know, Mr. Moneybags McMillionaire.
2: Oh, I love that guy. He's nice. <laughs> It's a great volunteer, <laughs> broken <as> shit.
1: <laughs> 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 so, well, we should it name it. our kid Moneybags McMillionaire. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I mean, you, you have to be practical about it that you could definitely do a farm sanctuary and oh, I wish you the best of luck if, if you were to raise the money for 15 years. But we got to yeah. go. Yes, we have. We're going to go talk uh, to Santa.
2: We have to go talk to Santa. So we will- We'll be back. Uh, Yeah, go on to the next segment later. All right.
1: Well, here we go. Mm -hmm. Let's continue from two days ago. Oh, boy. You got the new headphones on, by the way. I do. You like them?
2: Yeah, they seem nice. They're just not long enough right now. There we go. I've got boxes in my way. Gotcha. Okay. So. Oh, we're recording? As Harry says, (laughs) why do we have an evil child? Um, Hey, what's up?
1: You Um, gave an evil as hell laugh last night.
2: I'm good. I don't remember that.
1: Well, what are we eating?
2: Um, just like a little little wrap with avocado and tomato. Gross. That's such no. That's such a gross sound. What sound? You're nasty chewing. Oh. That I'm okay with. Go on. Um, how's your drink? <laughs> Gross. We're back. Hi.
1: A little Seinfeld shout out for some of you out there. So we were talking about Shane's email.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went through all the questions. Um, oh we did. We We're did.
1: done with Shane's email.
2: Well, yeah, I think that was where we <laughs> cut off, and um, I thought
1: there might still be other questions or something. But
2: that's fine. I mean, maybe we didn't fully, maybe we gave like a short answer for the last. Oh, one. Oh, that's all right. But yeah, we had to stop because it was. Um, Here he woke up. No, no way well, no, to get him up. Right, he's he got to, to Santa, talk to Santa, and it was yeah. really, really. It was awesome.
1: And, the next day he came in, he gets a computer going, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He I means going to be three in February, but. He found the FaceTime button, and he mm-hmm. hit it, and he was looking to call. I said, "Who are you calling?" He goes, "Don't call. Use a computer." Santa. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I i He's a very, very busy person. There's mm-hmm. ten days, eleven days before Christmas yeah, now.
2: Yeah, he's got a lot more kids to talk very to. Busy person.
1: Um.
2: Well, what else? It was really cool. It was. Which, by the way, I think he still is taking bookings. It's through yeah. Boyd Production is Santa's agent. And uh, so B-O-Y-D Productions. You can find him on Instagram and Facebook under that name. And um, the profile picture is a picture of Santa. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to recognize it. And there, he's super sweet. And of course, because it's Santa. Duh. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no, he's, <laughs> he's legitimately like the nicest guy. Last year, we saw him at, uh, he was in Milwaukee at our fruit markets. And at Pete's Fruit Market, and um, Harry was just enamored every time we would walk past the aisle. Even though he already sat on his lap, <laughs> still had to go back and just wait in line again and give him high fives and bumps and everything. And yeah. he's a super cool guy. He's yeah. a, he's a really yeah, really Andy's neat guy. Great.
2: So yeah, we we did that and um and then yeah, yesterday I I worked all day, yeah. so we didn't really do any podcasting. And today I had off. So we're uh, been
1: working on trying to winterize the, um, the barn.
2: Yeah, But this year
1: is it's gonna be this year is a, you know, thinking oh You gotta think outside the box. You gotta think on your feet.
2: Yeah. <coughs> oh, why are you so gross today? What did you do don't to yourself? Don't blame that on me. It came out of your body. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Threw i don't it. Blame it on you.
1: Um, <laughs> And uh, uh, you got to think on your feet, just constantly be able to be able to adapt. If you can't adapt, it's, this industry is going to eat you up unless you've got, yeah. you know, millions of dollars or something. Then you're going
2: to just pay somebody. We do not have that. Pay somebody but. to adapt for you. But um,
1: It's awesome. What we were doing, so last year, so our, our bar in the setup is, uh, it's an old, it's 180 year old dairy barn mm-hmm. so what you get are on both sides of when you walk in there's a center aisle and then there's two sides to it that have stalls mm-hmm. and um you know you go one to one to one to from milking them by back in the day when you'd milk them i would say ethically you had actually as
2: ethically to actually, that they, <laughs> as possible i don't know if they were really you all couldn't that nice
1: milk a cow 400 times a day back then
2: true but they also didn't you know I'm, uh, we won't
1: more ethically and more humanely than hooking them up to a fucking machine.
2: Well, arguably, yeah, that that was probably a little better. But
1: I would say know. when the when the dairy industry was able to go to an automation and hook them up to a milking machine,
2: when you turn anything, any animal or human into something that where you have to hook them up to a right. machine. In order to do their job. Like, you know, we, we talked Unless about. the person wants to consent to it, but I don't.
1: Remember when we talked about trying to get rid of our fox and we're like, oh, let's get coyote piss. Because that's supposed to be like amazing for getting rid of fox. And wait, wait a minute. How we're do, like, how do, like, how do they get the gets, pee? At yeah. like, first how, I
2: was thinking it was just like a chemical that where it's just like, oh, they mixed right. together some ammonia and something else. And it's like, no, they actually. They literally
1: hook up. Catheters really
2: awful. It's fucking gross. There's a anyway.
1: But it's it's like, you know what? If you're gonna sit there and collect their pee, it's inhumane, but if you're gonna sit there with a cup or something, I don't know. I feel a little bit better about that than
2: just chasing coyotes around (laughs) and waiting for them to lift their legs.
1: Putting a diaper on them. There you go. (laughs) It's just anyway. So uh so it's a long, it's a our our barn is like a long tube. We've got Mm -hmm the uh a milk house they would call it so Which is it's our feed room probably about 10 by 10 15 yeah. by 10 and then there's a like a 10 by 10 area that's they call their pump room or like a
2: 6 by 8 yeah 10. it's, it's small. pretty small
1: um and but you know and then and that's they call the pump room that's where so you have, have your well. water pump yeah and then attached to that is going to be the barn so, in the milk room, they would have a wood-burning stove, which we don't use out there. It's just too dangerous. Even though it's 180 years old and it's never burned down yet, it was it's not 180-year-old uh, dried wood yeah. when they built this thing, you know? So, but um, anyway, so we've got the milk room, the pump room. We got to keep that from freezing. And then we've got the long barn and then another barn attached to that that we kind of keep our hay in.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: some shelves in there, like, you know. I think miscellaneous. some people call it
2: like the arena. Where yeah, it's like just like a soup, really but it's big
1: not open. a general. If you Google not arena like, for horses,
2: yeah, not anything like that. It's triple the size just,
1: of our barn. This is. I would park. We we used to park our trucks in there and our tractors, so you could fit like.
2: I would say you could fit like three or four trucks with some mega walking room.
1: You could like squeeze in probably through. like the square footage. Oh, probably yeah, ten I suppose we have shelves and stuff in there. Yeah, too, so but anyway. And so this year, what, what we did last year was we closed off uh, the milk room, the pump room, and one of the doors in the barn. Mm-hmm. And what that did was that prevented the air from blowing in and just freezing 30 buckets because mm-hmm. it's it's just such a pain in the butt. And it's wasteful. It's wasteful of time. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxious after you've done it. On your 40th day it's just it, it, twice a day those you know those damn buckets were freezing mm-hmm. so n- last year i think three days three or four maybe five days that the buckets froze so that was pretty good mm-hmm. you're, you're going from god a hundred times down to three or four is pretty it
2: pretty was good way better but
1: we still had issues so this year what we did was what i did was i closed off the milk room the pump room And both of the doors, there's an east door and a west door for where the cows would come and go in the milking barn. Mm -hmm. And we closed off both of those doors. And I built in the quote unquote arena, I built a corner gate. So now our barn is really, really long.
2: Bubbles is whining to go potty. So I'll be right. You keep talking about the barn.
1: And so I, I built a. Another, I don't know if you want to call it pen or whatever. It's a 20 feet by 12 feet. You know, there's just some gates and whatnot. And I put up some posts and obviously built it up so the horses can't knock it over. But um, what that does is you're creating that wind tunnel is even further away. So now the wind would have to blow into the quote unquote arena, make a 90 degree turn into the barn. Go through the pigeons area, go through the milking area, go through the pump room to get to the feed room. You're 200 feet away. You know, that's substantial. So I think without bringing in a furnace, without bringing in any kind of heat source, I think this year is going to be our best year. Uh, we used an old mattress. That's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get some companies Hi, to back. donate. What's that?
2: I'm back. And
1: we're trying to get some companies to like Verlo to donate some mattresses and having her back from their corporate.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. I called them on Sunday. Unregulated
1: capitalist bastards. Unless they donate to us. And thank you very much. But it'd be nice (laughs) to have a phone call, even though we're a nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have your we're not your biggest customer. How many people are seriously calling up saying, hey, I'm willing to take some mattresses for free. Don't they have to
2: pay to get rid of those things? I don't see. I don't know too yeah. many
1: used mattresses. Stores at, opening up. I
2: realize it's like, well, maybe they did call me back, but no, it doesn't look like they did.
1: Speaking of calls, so that's that's the that's what I did. Um, yeah. On this weekend, a little bit, and then today I did some more insulation, just putting up blankets that people dropped off, putting them up against the window, you know, screen them to the window. Mm-hmm. Um, getting there. I blocked off the feed i'm sorry the pump room
2: oh good I so the, that'll keep some heat in there we have better. a swinging
1: door and kind of like a bar door in a bar room and um or a what uh, a pub if you will like a swinging door a restaurant
2: Can I let her in? no <laughs> Aww, poor bubbles and
1: um never poor bubbles and um Anyway, that I took out the plexiglass when we first moved in, or glass, because it's just waiting for it to get hit by a, somebody or something. And um, now in spring, summer, and fall, it's open. And then in winter, we just put up uh, like a dog bed or something really thick. And again, you gotta think on your feet. You have to be able to adapt. But speaking of Alyssa mentioned that she hadn't received a phone call, we did here's a little something. We um, finally got, oh did we do did we do our 30 minute mark?
2: I don't know um, you know what I think we might have because we were maybe oh, like the advertising and yeah. That? oh, yeah, no, we're almost uh, all
1: right let's let's uh, let's do the. Let me see here do that now Yeah Here we go. All right so Olesa. yes what can people do?
2: Hi everybody. how
1: can they get involved?
2: Would you like to get involved? How can with you, the autumn farm sanctuary you
1: the listener get involved
2: Yeah Dan. One thing many people ask us is, how do I get involved? How do I get involved? Well, that is a great question, and I'm going to give you that answer.
1: Right after this break.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can volunteer. You can volunteer here. You can volunteer from afar by uh, helping us out with little knacky things yeah, we got like two uh, new
1: volunteers that actually approached me and said hey what else can we do when we're sitting at home they live uh, down the road very techy people
2: Yeah, so, so they're going to help us with some we we want to make some um video like mostly for training for our volunteers because it's it's something where we don't really want to necessarily <laughs> be Carly. hi kitten oh goodness uh, uh, as as you may have heard, there's this pandemic going around, and we really want to keep everybody safe and healthy. And yeah, we if wanna you believe be able to, the media, yeah, and science and doctors, facts, <laughs> facts.
1: <laughs> facts.
2: Isn't it funny how all the people that get COVID seem to be people <laughs> and not robots? Is this even really a virus? Come on, come on!
1: Wouldn't the robots have it? I know my computer's gotten viruses. Yeah. But why yeah. don't I have it? Oh,
2: funny how it doesn't have COVID though. Anyways, yeah, we're doing online trainings. We're trying to. So that's that's that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and you and honestly too, if you don't, if you want to volunteer at a sanctuary and you're not near us, then volunteer at. The closest sanctuary to you, um, there's a lot of us out Hawes there. Just called Hawes
1: in Waukesha.
2: Well, they're not a sanctuary, but they're a rescue. No, they're
1: yeah, they're uh, a humane uh, society but type farm, idea.
2: I, I yeah. will be honest. Farm sanctuaries usually need them. Uh, I, I hate to say. Oh, it, yeah, companion animals places usually have people rescues. We've
1: talked about this. People rescues get the most. <laughs> House cute kitten rescues get the second most,
2: <laughs> and, and then, then the way farm.
1: down on yeah. the bottom of the list,
2: the farm animals. You know they. The zoos are even better, above though. us. I mean, and we, we yeah. really are so, so, but What else? So what about Amazon? Okay, chill. We've got I limited have... time here. Okay, well... All right,
1: listen, lady. you got to start <laughs> talking quicker.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, then don't have me do this, weirdo. Okay,
1: um, I'll do it. So you can go on our Amazon page. You can find items that we need. You can just get us a gift card. We definitely would love, 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 love a gift card. Definitely need some money. We've got Facebook mm-hmm. posts. You can like us on there. Go on Instagram and... Click whatever button needs to be clicked to help us there.
2: Can do little Facebook campaigns. Just Send us an email to... and just
1: say, "Hey, thank you guys for doing what you're doing." We've gotten a couple of Christmas cards this year, and they make us cry almost. Uh, we got somebody sent us a video of them opening up their um, a, a person they gave a gift and... for of a donation, or well, it was
2: a sponsoring. A sponsor, yeah. It was a sponsor, yeah. And really they showed us a video
1: of the person, op- the recipient it opening it up, and we got my
2: day. we both started my day. crying. Was really it, was, cool. it
1: was it was great. Uh, we love to hear that stuff. Please send us a, yeah, a note send us good
2: that. vibes. That is a yeah. great way you can help Otherwise, us, but... go to
1: Perennial Soaps. Buy their soap. They've got an They've Autumn got Farm Autumn soap. Farm.
2: Yes, Although I think yes, that yes. right
1: now they're sold out of it because they're doing a lot of online stuff, which is awesome sure. that they're sold out.
2: Well, and I know that it, she, well, she makes it constantly, but yeah. yeah, they sell out a lot. And then um, also Iris from um, Envision yep. Positive, she has her pins. She does have an Autumn Farm Sanctuary pin. It's a really cute one with a little piggy on it.
1: We've got patriceherps.com. That's my mom. You can mm-hmm. buy some pictures on there, and part of the proceeds go to us. Uh, we got uh, the Magical Beasts, Each In Quartet, for their awesome music that they got right now. Mm-hmm. Airbnb is going to be coming up, so please go on there, and we're going to be booking.
2: Are we going to be doing that?
1: We are. You know, it's I got a thing from Airbnb talking about how COVID-friendly it is. Yeah. And if you do it right, it is sure. very safe. But there's for a lot sure. of extra measures that have to go into it.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: let's see. What else? Etsy, Envision Positive. You talked about that.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Um, I have no idea with Etsy, but, um, well, we don't really have an Etsy account. Oh, yeah, so we, we should take delete that, that off. I don't know. Ignore the Etsy. Right.
1: So, we're back.
2: I, we are. We never left.
1: No. But anyway.
2: <clears throat> so oh, God, Bubbles, you smell. She's just a stinky little fart machine. Oh, God. Uh... <sighs> <laughs> can't help it she is a precious little angel and a
1: precious little anything
2: she's wonderful and ancient and elderly okay. and anyways so so, what um, did what were we, we talk about, about? Did we talk about the auction? I think we did at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and, we did. But I do want to thank again everybody. Um, yeah, it was a huge success. Some really cool. Um, if you've been noticing, uh, Bethany has been doing our our volunteer and board member and friend. She has been doing our uh, all of our social media lately. Most of it. And she is so good at doing cute posts and doing the little Instagram stories. So if you see all that stuff, it's not me. I wish I was that hip, but she's very hip and cool. I think
1: it's so, so important to be able to uh, divide.
2: Hang on one second.
1: To be able to divide and conquer and know your limits that you can't. You, you yeah. can't be in every single group. You can't be in, you know, for, That's been for hard running for me. the same I've, I've felt been very, hard
2: very, hard for very guilty a lot of the times. And there's days where I feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, but... And then there are days think, when you do
1: too much and then you run yourself thin and you're yeah. thinking, when do I get my me time?
2: Yeah. And... Right and now you're literally
1: I, duplicating yourself. I am. And... I think that emotionally it's like you're, you're working 24 seven, even when you're sleeping, you don't feel <laughs> comfortable.
2: Yeah. Well, there's that. And, and, and also, you know, we have all the behind the scenes stuff with the sanctuary and, and daily air, animal care and everything. And even if we have days where I have, um, if we're lucky enough to have, you know, all the, we've had some days where we had our morning midday and late shift all covered, which was awesome. Um, And I, um, but yeah, you still find ways where it's like, there's something that you have to do for the sanctuary. You have to,
1: but that's, you know, Bethany was saying that she's super excited about doing more social media stuff mm -hmm. and more and less fundraising committee stuff. So we're, you Mm -hmm. know, and talk about, yeah, try to find somebody that can uh, fulfill that position, which
2: I think honestly I, I, well, not that people know who we're talking about, but we have another board member who I think is, very qualified for that with their grant writing oh. expertise. What are you talking about, Shauna?
1: Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so there we go, done and done. So, it, <laughs> and um, does she know that you're?
2: I talked to her about okay. it,
1: but um, you know, and that's just that you could be on the other side of the world, and if you're excited to help us, one way you can do it is by joining us in our Zoom meetings for. Social media,
2: true. Yeah, joining
1: us in our Zoom meetings for
2: uh, there's, fundraising. There's been, um, yeah, I, I think we all, as a, a world, have found out that there's a lot that can be done um, online nowadays, and there's a lot that can be got that can be gotten done. Um,
1: Going down and get, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yeah, if, if you're farther away, that's a okay. Yeah.
1: So, what else? We're going to, I'm going to try to pile through some of this stuff. Okay.
2: Um. Oh, Less got than really a week quiet. left that we have um, that Cougar will be our 4 love good kitty. Yeah. Have, that's, hard. and we might have, I might be repeating myself on I what know, we talked about on Monday or on Sunday, but
1: one thing we didn't, no, we did talk about. Um,
2: I'm just looking so, at the okay. notes from across the yeah. room.
1: Yeah, uh, so we did, again, you got to think outside the box. We've mm-hmm. had a lot of people call this the 376 262 I'm sorry, the U.S. Code, one two six two three seven six, 376 dude And um, I've had that number for like 20 years, I suppose now. And it's hooked up to a phone that sat here. And it had like an antenna thing coming out, and it said AT and T on it. And then it had and it batteries. It an
2: old corded phone which that is... was hooked
1: up to another corded box that was corded to a wall. <laughs>
2: that was constantly being unplugged by cats, children, or us. <laughs> so it, it's just <laughs>
1: stupid. It's a stupid, stupid thing.
2: So now we so
1: we switched to Google Fi for my phone, and that one we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, each one is comes out to like uh, twelve bucks a month. Yeah. And unlimited phone calls and texting. And then when we're off the property, we just don't use the data for the gigabytes. And, um, but you know, it just kind of, to me, it was why, why we did it was just important that we adapt Mm-hmm. And if we're not going to well, adapt.
2: And the fact that I didn't know how to access our voicemail and apparently it was filled and then I didn't know yeah. how to turn it on. And I, people would message us be like, well, I tried calling and the mailbox yeah, was, was full. Or, it was
1: all around just very so problematic. So sorry if you
2: called us and I never called you back. It was not intentional. I have no, no idea who called me.
1: But I mean, it's a volunteer organization and all that. But I'm just I'm excited. I'm really excited to finally have that phone
2: and we, know, we and got a, a cheap smartphone. That's so we 50 can, bucks. Yeah, so we 50 were able bucks.
1: to. It's an Android. I hate iPhones. I hate them. I hate them with a
2: passion. Apple's going to come down and crush Apple can you. suck it. So, <laughs> speaking on <laughs> no, our seriously Apple though. computer. Okay. I had my old <laughs>
1: phone, whatever.
2: I had my old
1: phone. And uh, But there again, I would never buy this computer ever again in a million years. Oh, There's,
2: It's very expensive.
1: Yeah, it was ridiculously. twenty Back in
2: from the days when we had money and we bought things.
1: But on my old phone, you know, it had, I, I thought like, I, I remember specifically getting in my old work truck and I'm like, for the first time, <laughs> I'm getting on the freeway and check this out. Hey, Siri. Can you text Alyssa headed home looking for movies nearby? No, 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 Siri. You, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> 20 minutes later, I'm pulling in the driveway, still trying to get Siri to work. And then they came out with locking the phone automatically. And the fingerprint uh-huh, thing uh-huh. and nobody liked it. And then the face uh-huh. idea was like this big game. Okay, okay, finally. Hang on. Okay. I get on my phone, go to unlock it. And guess what? I got a beard now. It doesn't unlock. Guess what? I've got glasses, sunglasses on. I've got a wool hat on.
2: Guess what? It's COVID. We have masks on all day.
1: And then your phone broke. So you got a fingerprint one. And I'm kind of jealous that you're going back in technology. And it's an awesome iPhone. Mm -hmm. My new, I got a Motorola thing. The battery lasts two days, not four hours like my old $800 iPhone. Mm -hmm. There's no more lock. If you unlock your phone and lose it, you're SOL. Maybe you shouldn't have all that information on your phone.
2: (laughs) So true. Many times. people have to have that information on their phone. If you need
1: to, you know, my brother down in Chicago, he's very tech based industry. Mm -hmm. And I get that he needs probably, he probably has to have an iPhone. Like just because they.
2: Yeah, it probably depends on, the like, if their business is Apple-based, it would make sense. But if you're a farmer
1: and you're looking at saving money, we're talking 50 bucks for a phone. The $50 one is what we got for the farm. There's no stylus. I got the one with a stylus. It was 100 bucks. All right. Mm -hmm. You got a three-day battery on the $50 phone, a two-day battery on my $100 phone, and an iPhone is going to be, what, $800? And you got to unlock it every Mm -hmm. three seconds? Are yep. you
2: kidding me? Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, so moving on from that fun rant, um, we have a, f- yeah, that was very long story short. We have a phone that works now. You can call <laughs> I hate us. I my own phone. You can call the sanctuary. You can text the sanctuary. We and you can, can get hear how happy I, I am when you them. call
1: because I'm answering on an Android.
2: Okay, but that is that is our new thing that we have. So that's exciting. And um, what else?
1: Well, we were going to talk, you know, the podcast, we do want to make it. We're at an hour four minutes. So let's start kind of somewhat last idea maybe here. Oh, uh, here comes Cougar.
2: Hi, Cougar kitten. Uh,
1: She wants to sit on
2: my lap probably. Mm
1: -hmm. Come here, Cougar. going to eat a little guac? Oh, what a good girl. Sweetheart. Um. So we wanted to talk about some more uh, social issues mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I was trying to think, you know, it's, it was easy the first time, <laughs> you know, we could come up with talking you know, the second or third time, but I don't want to just be a, a, a broken record rambling on about how my old phone just sucked so much. And it was okay, so okay. annoying. Settle down. In the Settle freaking down. case oh. at the Charger cord. Have you bought one of those charging cords lately? Take a deep
2: breath. <sighs> there we go. Good job. Any of my
1: PBS songs. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Uh. So I thought. Recently, we we did have I don't want to name names, but recently we did have somebody very very close to to me um, have a disagreement. In really many many levels, ethics, morals, politics, politics, everything, and it was really oh shoot, cougar, don't step on that. It was really hard um, hearing those things, and I'm just trying to think. This person wants to, you know, I'm to, I, I don't know when I'll be ever ready to to talk to this person again, but it just made me, like, kind of give pause of what kind of advice you can give. And I don't want to be that white guy that sits up there telling other people of color or other white people how to act or how to treat someone. If there's something in you that's fucked up... Okay, Goliath, don't...
2: Jesus... Kitties, don't touch... me. No...
1: Hang on! Oh crap! I just lost my audio. I can hear. Am I back? I can hear you. Okay. I
2: maybe got unplugged a little bit. I don't know. Okay. This is a problem when you test test. All right, I'm back. Inching towards dinner time. (laughs) With with cats. (laughs) Not just cats. Four
1: cats. Yeah. Which one
2: is like seven hundred (laughs) pounds?
1: Oh, Goliath. Guess
2: what? Yeah, his name is Goliath.
1: (laughs) Um. So anyway. Um, I, you know, I'm just trying to think of like, what, what kind of advice? Don't let him chew on the court. Oh, buddy. No,
2: no. No, no. <laughs> no, okay. No, don't.
1: So, oh, such a serious topic. This. And this is just way late. So, I'm thinking, if you, what it comes down to, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't fucking say anything at all.
2: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: so. Why? What the hell happened to my audio? Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you fine.
1: I have no audio.
2: Maybe you're not plugged in on your end. I don't know. I can hear you great, though. Um, it looks like it's getting picked that's, up on the mic.
1: Yeah. I think, well, yeah. it's Goliath is sitting on some wire. I don't know. You know, it just kind of comes down to you. I understand that it's really, really hard. Even like when Shane wrote the letter in, I don't know if Shane is Shane a guy or a girl. Maybe Shane isn't either a guy or a girl. I don't know. And that's not up to me. You know, and um think <laughs> Goliath, you bum. Uh it to me, it's just I don't want Shane to think that. I'm going to assume one way or the other. Maybe Shane's going through something and um, going through something and you you just need to, you know, I, I'm not going to say going through something in his life. How can I reword that? Mm-hmm. Going through something. Oh, shoot. I don't want to say his life. Okay. So I paused him in it and what did I? I mean? Rewind it. But it's just, just don't say it. Just don't fucking say it.
2: So I think you know, the point you're kind of making is just like people that are giving their opinion on something that not could
1: even a, opinions. Are, it's just general of just language. Being hey, you're pregnant. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say it. Just shut the fuck up. Right? Okay. Do you yeah. have to say anything?
2: Yeah, I. I mean, no. But right? It's
1: it's stuff.
2: It's oh, stuff pregnant, like I need ah. you to help with this.
1: Okay,
2: <laughs> Lyle. Stop you it. need to stop
1: playing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it just it, to me it just comes down to Oh shit, my mic's all messed up. To me it just comes down to if you're uncomfortable, if you don't know like for me I'm you know, I'm north of 30 and south of 40 years old and I have a hard time when somebody says I-, I don't prefer you know his and hers it's uh, please refer to me as like them and theirs
2: well and to preface you, when you say you don't you have a hard time you're not saying an okay. ethical hard time right. you're saying it's i have a dramatically hard time like, remembering it's
1: so i avoid just saying those things
2: just shut the fuck up
1: just don't say like you can easily if you know somebody that doesn't prefer something that you're uncomfortable with, unfortunately, that's not up to you to try to change that in them. That's up to you to adapt to make them feel comfortable. If they want to be referred to in a uh, word that you're not-
2: In a pronoun.
1: Yeah, that that you're not looking at one person saying, I don't see two people, so I shouldn't say them and theirs because I only physically see one person. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's not up to you. If you can't deal with it, you need to stop. (laughs) (laughs) You need to stop and think. How? Wait. Um. Okay. There you go. Now you can reword what you're gonna say.
2: Well, and maybe don't say like be a dick.
1: Yeah, don't say. You know, hey man, what's going on? Well, I should actually. That's a because hey guys and man, that's become more. I say
2: you guys a lot, and it's a very midwestern thing, and I say it to girls. Probably as much or more to, than today So I've had people habit, say but. to me,
1: you know, um, you're the best man, and then in a text, uh, type me back and say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean to push a pronoun on you because I am more feminine than, you know, super super masculine yeah, guys. I think, I guys. think
2: our, our world is getting better about it. I know I've noticed a lot on um, a lot of younger people's uh, Instagram profiles and Facebook profiles, they will write on their, um, like kind of in the about me section, they'll include in there their preferred pronoun, which I think is really great. And I think it's a really, um, that's awesome. Yeah. It's super cool. And, and actually I was talking to a client the other day, um, and she was mentioning how one of the teachers, I think it was like maybe a computer teacher at Cedarburg, um, she got an email from him for whatever, and on it it said, um, you know, Mr. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you find? Candy, candy canes, somebody woke up from those? his nap and found all the candy canes. Candy?
1: We're gonna put them on the Christmas tree, right?
2: We'll eventually eat them, but um, but she said she was really. She thought it was really cool because he's um, boomer-aged. Hello. Uh-huh. Hello. And on there he said, you know, Mr. So-and-so, he, him, and then, you know, all the other information. Hello. Which Hello. Hi. How are you? And um, <laughs> testing the mic. Um, I know that was really cool that he was able to, adapt and say you know this isn't something that that is normal in my generation and this isn't something that's been normal even 10 years ago but I am recognizing that it's important to a lot of kids and it's important to their and to a lot of adults and it's important to their self-esteem and it's important to their self-worth to include where how you would how you want to be addressed and how you should be addressed oh boy now we have oh that's nice it's some um, chirping and some laughing, a lot of giggles. Anywho, okay. um, but it's 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 cool and it's sad when you see and it, it is. Uh, okay, oh, hey, Harry, no, Harry. We, we might have to call it quits. Um, and uh, it's sad when just, there's a lot really of funny. people. We're and I will done. generalize and say a, a lot of them are in that My boomer box. generation. Um, are having a harder time with that kind of stuff, and they don't. And what Brandon was kind of getting at, I presume, is that just it's, yeah. it's hard. All all of these kinds of things, and especially you know, obviously talking about the LGBTQ community, is um, uh, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, I know, but I gotta I gotta say my words too. Um, well, but don't um, somebody. oh boy, so he anyway. So, <laughs> I had a tangent, too. You just went on a tangent. I, I wanted to Yeah, do I didn't it. have a
1: two-year-old next didn't, to you, though. I had
2: a cat that I had to <laughs> keep from eating everything. You can entertain <laughs> him while I do my tangent. This is how this works. Your turn. I had to go let the dog I go. I did. I entertained the cat. him. I entertained him with this he and sat this. here and shook a box at him. He's not a... Well, oh, buddy. Apples. Oh,
1: is apple juice things?
2: Ah. Uh, <laughs> clapping. So, um, well, I will let you take care of that. I'm going to finish my tangent. Quickly. Uh, yes, calm down. My God, dude. Come here, cougar. Um, yeah, my tangent is going to be, guess what? Both people get equal time to talk. And even though somebody else is done talking, the other person still might have some things to say. Ha, huh, jerk. Um. But um, at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt to learn and it doesn't hurt to be open minded. And that's what really, I mean, you can even say that brought us into being vegan and being ethical vegans for animals is because we learned we both grew up eating meat and we learned and we were open and we were willing to find out what was going on. And um, from then and even and yeah, we have many friends that throughout the years, they, you know. They had, um their, you know, their I guess you could say LGBTQ status was one thing and then it became more fluid into something else. And you have to just say like, that's fine. If that's what you're saying today, that's awesome. And if you're happy with yourself, that's what I'm concerned with. I don't I, I want to see people. Thriving and being happy and being confident in themselves and yeah, themselves sure of themselves and feeling loved and accepted because that's all what we all deserve and I think if we have a little bit more of that in the world it would be great a lot of more of that we need a lot we're more a of little that. bit lacking in that for now but
1: but at the end of the day hopefully that'll you know if you don't change. if you don't know then just don't say it if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all and that goes with if you. Don't know what to say. If you don't know your audience and you just don't know what to say, you're not a comedian on stage with 10,000 people watching you. You don't yeah. have the right to say something that unless, might be offensive to somebody. You,
2: yeah. And, and, but also at the same time, if you want, if you earnestly want to learn, Ask questions though too, and I I had a friend of mine um, message me, the right people questions. Well, so yeah, no, I yeah, that's what I'm saying is if you're there's something that you're confused about, um, ask with an open heart. You know, don't ask to be a jerk, but ask. <laughs> I see, buddy, you can, can, Mama, get it, or you could even, yeah, I think you know, you can use your it, big boy legs and get it because we are his puppet. Yes, and um. But you can educate don't yourself, it and, out ask and you don't get and, it back. And if you ask with an open heart, like I had a friend the other day email us asking about Harry's adoption story, and she said, "I, I really hope you. It's okay for me to ask this, but you know, my partner and I are thinking about adopting in a few years, and I want to pick your brain a little bit. And for that, absolutely, I would love to answer those questions because I want you to learn for your own good, so that you can make an informed decision to help when you've had. I've had people, you know, ask me <laughs> questions that about Harry and his um, biological family, you know, while we were still fostering him, and it was really clear that it was more just for their own
1: amusement,
2: amusement, and and yeah, like kind of like this voyeuristic I look would, into like, ooh, what kind of issues say stereotypes. and what kind of. Absolutely, absolutely. There were stereotypes that people would go, Harry. Um, make comments about, and I just I wouldn't really say anything because one, it's not my place. It's not my story. It's Harry's story, and two, I'm not gonna fuel your your curiosity Prejudice. and your prejudices. And but if but I've like I said, I had again, people ask there me there
1: again. If you don't know what to say, don't fucking uh, say it.
2: Yeah, and so. Period. Um,
1: End of discussion. Yeah. If you don't know how to say something, don't fucking way. say it. If you're yeah. thinking, boy, this might not be a perfect example, South Park has got some of the greatest humor out there.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. It was it was Feel great.
1: free to look up the... Uh, yeah, not one offensive. of the most sensitive ones that they got so much grief on. Oh,
2: boy. was And I'm just
1: going to describe it. I'm not even going to say it because I'm not South Park, right?
2: Uh oh, It was the... um. Uh, the wheel of fortune. Oh, let's not go with that one. No, 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 I don't want to No. no, Well,
1: here's what I'm saying. They are professional comedians. Yeah. You're turning on that show looking for something funny. You're not turning uh, on that show for your world news.
2: And they do push the envelope. They're able to to do that.
1: You are not, you are not a comedian. You are not a professional, uh, therapists that can give advice to people.
2: Well, and and I think with the, and that's that where the South I get Park, a lot agitated. of their ways of doing it are to be um, pushing the envelope to make oh, people Oh, God, they're Michael Jackson make, ones? Well, okay, but to make, um, I mean, same with Sasha Baron Cohen did a whole speech oh, about yeah. that with, like, his Borat yeah. character. He said, you know, a lot of people criticize me because my characters are so...
1: He's a perfect um, example because
2: because they are offensive, and he said, "I do this to because the way he obviously, you know, he's that's that's the actor that portrays Borat, and um, I'm assuming everybody knows that, but if maybe you don't not. If you gotta
1: Google it, and you'll figure yeah, it out." But yeah, but he
2: um, his his comedy is by you know he'll go out to places and say really racist things, pretending to be Borat, like very anti Semitic things, Mama, and he Mama, will get. get Get people. He will also he'll get well, people to admit somebody. their own prejudices. He'll make them feel like comfortable to, Yeah, to say really offensive things, and he's doing it for a reason to show like this is not something that's okay, and this yeah. does exist, and we need to be aware of this. And, and
1: I, that's where even with South Park, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Matt Stone have said like we're legitimately making. I mean, they make fun of the Ku Klux Klan in so yeah. many episodes. But they portray them as like just these like bumbling buffoons. And it's, it's just don't, if you don't know what to say, shut the fuck up. That's all I'm saying. Okay. If you don't know what to say, if you're thinking, oh, this person might not appreciate this, you keep that internalized. And I really hate to say that because I wish that hopefully there's something in you that will turn that around into saying, you know, it's okay to talk about a funny joke like that, but it's not okay to have those feelings. It's not okay to be serious about those to, feelings. Yeah, th-
2: like these that are, is
1: not okay. These
2: are comedians that are doing it in a sarcastic type way. And, um, and if,
1: if you, like I said, this whole thing started with for a long time, I had to, got a lot of grief for the way I look. And it's... Just came down to little things constantly about my nails, my hair, my physical appearance, you know, skinny jeans, stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, tight fitting shirts or something. And it's like, <laughs> man, you don't have anything nice to say. Don't say it at all. But here's the thing you think that what you're saying is funny, you think you're making yeah. a joke about my appearance. You want to make a joke about that because you're uncomfortable with it.
2: it So let's just
1: say this. If you don't know, then just don't say it. If you don't know how to say it, don't say it. If you think I kind of am uncomfortable with saying this joke, repeating this joke, again, the South Park one, I could never in a million years repeat those jokes. I can't even repeat those jokes to you because they are words that I do not feel comfortable saying. Yeah. Just don't say them. Yeah. You can direct people Hey, there's a really funny joke you should check it out but mm-hmm. yes anyway.
2: Well on that happy note oh. shall we uh, <laughs> Whoa.
1: yeah we can be done. I just yeah, uh, we, we, we want to have toddler that toddler
2: that's bringing box after box of candy canes into the kitchen. I think he's hinting at something.
1: Uh, we gotta go do the Christmas tree. Yes. I think.
2: Yes, we do. Absolutely. And then, um, but yeah, we're we're gonna end on saying thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting us. Thank you all for supporting other sanctuaries and rescues. And um, and if you've been listening for the past hour and a half, that's awesome. Um, but uh, stay tuned for next time. Yeah. For the Autumn Farm Sanctuary Park. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. yeah. good. Okay, That's good. Catch you later.
1: And again, I don't know how to mute our microphones.
2: So we should just walk out of the room. Yeah, I think so. Okay. We can go do some Christmas tree stuff.
1: Oh, boy. There <laughs> <laughs> He's got three boxes of candy canes. And
2: he is very precariously carrying.
0: I don't know my love.